Phil Johnson is the founder of the Master of Business Leadership Executive Coaching Program. Let us speak to him on the value and importance of emotional intelligence. What he says is, as per the research by UC Berkeley study, emotional quotient is 400% more powerful than intelligent quotient. EQ is 400% more powerful than IQ. Let us find out more about it in today's episode. This is the Guiding Voice podcast series, the Guiding Voice for a Better Future. Friends, I'm your host, Navin Samala, just a fellow IT professional on a mission to shape the careers and lives of millions across the globe. Through the Guiding Voice, we drive conversations that matter, conversations that add value to your life and to your career. And successful leaders across the globe share their knowledge and wisdom on our platform so that our audience will acquire more knowledge by tuning into our podcast for every minute than any other podcast in this space. Thank you so much for joining me today. Phil, I'm super happy and thrilled to host you today. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, Naveen, it's uh, it's great to be on your show. Thank you. Pleasure to have you, Phil. And uh, without further ado, let's get into our conversation. Phil, right now you have launched your own program, MBL. I'm, I'm sure it didn't happen just like that. You have accumulated decades of experience and also can you briefly share snippets of your career journey with our audience? Uh, sure. I was born with dyslexia. I failed grade three and I failed grade five and was labeled a slow learner. I'm, I'm, I'm 68 years old. Um, and back in those days, uh, there was no such thing as dyslexia, ADD or ADHD. Uh, but my being born with dyslexia forced me to do a lot of what I refer to as emotional labor. Think of it like a blind person that develops uh, great hearing as a kind of a compensation. So I've been on this uh, path for the past 54 years. And um, after the death of my mother when I was 14 years old, in January of 1968, I decided I wanted to do this work. I became an A student throughout the rest of grade school and high school. I went on and got a business and uh, uh, most of a master's degree at university and went on to study electrical engineering. And I spent 20 years as an executive in the uh, semiconductor industry, um, traveling about 60,000 miles per year. But I'd, um, I'd forgotten up until about 1990 why, how important what I'm doing now is. So I began to uh, create what I refer to now as the uh, Master of Business Leadership Program. And for the past 22 years, I've been an executive coach working with executives and organizations all over the world. And my career revenue is uh, a little over $1.5 billion. Wow, $1.5 I think uh, I'm hosting the billionaire for the first time on this show. <laughs> so surprising to know that you had uh, dyslexia and you were a slow learner, but uh, you overcame that and now are successfully coaching leaders who are leading some major organizations and also, which is quite inspiring journey. And uh, during this journey, what are top three things that have helped you to be successful, Phil? Yeah. Well, my dyslexia, number one. Um, number two, the uh, the results that I achieved by learning to move through my fear as opposed to uh, to allowing my fear to control my action. See, the development of emotional intelligence also develops inspirational leadership. It increases our 
our awareness of what's, it raises our level of consciousness about what's going on in us and around us. See, we're only conscious about three to 5% of the time. The rest of the time we're relying on our, on our habits to determine the bulk of our behavior and our results. So um, becoming more conscious is fundamental to uh, obtaining better results. We cannot we cannot obtain better results that are that are greater than our current level of consciousness. So, if we want to obtain better results, we need to uh, raise our level of consciousness. And um, those are the main ones. Okay. So, being able to serve others by helping them develop their emotional intelligence is something that I'm very passionate about. Well, so one thing that. Um caught my attention is becoming more conscious leads to better results which is being self-aware and dealing with emotional intelligence might contribute to the better results all right now uh, let's uh, jump into the core of today's topic the emotional intelligence right so can we share some basics around emotional intelligence because many times Unless someone gets into corporate world wherein they undergo this kind of trainings related to emotional quotient, emotional intelligence, and as and when we start getting into leadership roles, we come across this term. But uh, to be honest, for a layman, they may not care about this emotional intelligence, and that's why we see difference in the behavior. The way few people say stay composed even though they are anger, which means they are better at managing their emotions, right? Likewise. How do you define this um, emotional intelligence to a layman? Very simply, it's the ability. Whenever we take an action that moves us outside of our comfort zone, as a part of our old lizard brain that doesn't want us to do that. So it secretes a hormone into our bloodstream called cortisol, and that causes the executive center of our brain, our prefrontal cortex, to shut off. And we experience what psychologists refer to as an amygdala hijack. We go into fight, flight, or freeze mode. Some people lash out. Some people run away. Some people freeze like a deer in the headlights. When that happens in conflict situations, often people die. And when it happens in business or personal situations, relationships die. We burn trust. So as an analogy, if you can think of your amygdala as a very frightened four-year-old child, the development of our emotional intelligence acts like a big brother or a big sister to quiet that amygdala response down and better enable us to feel the fear that change and innovation always triggers in us and move through it towards what it is we're trying to achieve, as opposed to allowing that fear to keep us trapped in our comfort zones. And the development of emotional intelligence will guarantee and I want to underline this to you for your listeners. The development of emotional intelligence will guarantee your career, personal, and corporate success. And I want to give you an example of a company that's currently doing over $1 trillion a year in revenue. That's $1,000 billion a year in revenue. And their primary hiring focus is on emotional intelligence. That company is Apple. Um, that's why you walk in, when you go into an Apple store, that energy you feel is an example of a more emotionally intelligent environment. They're not trying to sell you anything. They want you to have a great experience. They want to understand your pain and, if possible, offer a solution to your pain. Whether you buy anything or not is secondary to their desire to try and serve you. So 
you know, hopefully you'll have a great experience and you'll tell your friends and they'll tell their friends. And if you think about it, that energy you experience by being in an Apple store is a very different energy than the energy of the store surrounding it. And because of the accelerating rate of global change and the fact that we have a 500 million year old brain that doesn't like change, the development of our emotional intelligence represents the future of organizational development. And as you mentioned in the beginning, there was a UC Berkeley study in California done over 40 years that compared the development of emotional intelligence with intellectual intelligence. And they, they determined that it was 400% more valuable than in determining success. And I actually think that number's low. I think it's actually much more than that. Let me give you a real quick numeric example of the difference between IQ and EQ. So intellectual intelligence, your level of intellectual intelligence is genetic. If you have a high IQ, your parents had a high IQ, their parents had a high IQ, and you inherited those genes. So not everybody can have 160 IQ, but everybody can develop their emotional intelligence. So think of it this way. Think of IQ as somebody giving you $10,000 a day for 31 days. So at the end of 31 days, you've got $310,000. And think of emotional intelligence as a penny that doubles in value every day for 31 days. So day one, you've got a penny. Day two, you've got two pennies. Day 31, you've got $10.7 million. Day 40, you've got over $5 billion. Day 50, you've got over $5 trillion. So the ROI in developing emotional intelligence, the impact it has on your success, both from a career, personal, and corporate perspective, never ends. And one other point I wanna make, we're facing a tsunami of change. Some scientists estimate that in this century, we could experience the equivalent of 20,000 years worth of change. And that's going to create increasing levels of drama, chaos, and conflict because we have this 500 million year old brain that doesn't like change. So we have to be developing our emotional intelligence to be able to deal with the anxiety that change triggers in us biologically so that we can feel that fear and not have it control us. So we can feel the fear and move through it towards what it is we're trying to achieve. Okay, uh, you, you've mentioned about some staggering facts and I, I love the example of multiplying the benefits of uh, EQ. EQ will have higher benefits compared to IQ. So on this Ex- context- Exponentially higher. Ex- exponentially higher, yeah, exponentially higher. And can anyone develop this emotional intelligence or is there any criteria? Anybody, anyone, everyone, can develop their emotional intelligence. Because it's an experiential process, you're not born with emotional intelligence. It's something you develop by learning how to move out of your comfort zone and move through the fear that that triggers in us. Leadership is not a position. It's not a title. It's a choice. If you need a title to get people to follow you, you're not a leader. If your actions, if your behavior doesn't inspire followers, you're not a leader. So a lot of people that call themselves leaders are not leaders. They rely on position-based power to control and manipulate others. 
That's not leadership. That's the opposite of leadership. So true leadership requires emotional intelligence. As you do the work of developing your emotional intelligence, you will automatically become an inspirational leader that will inspire others to follow your example. Phil, are there any tips for developing these emotional intelligence? Sure. The first step is always the same for everybody. You have to develop a strong emotional connection to a desired result that motivates you to take action and leave your comfort zone in the pursuit of that result. If what it is you're trying to achieve, if the emotional connection that you have to your desired result isn't stronger than the fear that will be triggered in you when you leave your comfort zone, you will not be willing to do the work that the development of your emotional intelligence requires. So that's always that's always the first step. Let's move to the next one. You mentioned about Apple as one great example when somebody visits this Apple Experience Center, the kind of uh, uh, experience that they get is different from other stores and uh, maybe employees are empathetic and display that emotional intelligence, right? So likewise, are there any examples related to personal and career success? Because that falls under corporate uh, category, but you also mentioned it is going to help personal and career. Yeah. Yeah. I've been working with ex- executives for 22 years. I've Everybody that goes through the MBL program I've helped some executives double or triple their salary, like over $500,000 a year. I've worked with people running multi-billion dollar companies with thousands of employees and Harvard MBAs and PhDs. It doesn't matter. Anybody that goes through this process will experience significantly better results in their career, in their personal life, and in their business. There's a yeah, there's an underlying energy physics that I've been proving all over the world for the last 22 years that makes the results undeniable. The best thing you can do to achieve success in every area of your life is the development of your emotional intelligence. It's interesting. Um, people have made the mistake, and I especially see it in, in countries like uh, like India of focusing way too much on intellectual intelligence and far too little on emotional intelligence. They're making a huge mistake. If they really want to succeed, if they really want to get ahead of the curve, if they really want to become global leaders, the development of their emotional intelligence is the best thing they can do to ensure that occurs. And I've been proving that all over the world. There are MBL alumni all over the world. MBL alumni are currently living in the United States, Canada, UK, Europe, Japan, Germany, Bosnia, Africa, Australia, the Middle East, and Saudi Arabia. But yeah, it's um, the development of emotional intelligence is an extremely difficult process uh, because we have there is both biological and sociological resistance we have to change. But it always begins with developing an emotional connection to a, to a desired result that motivates us to take action. See, there's a lot of folks around the world <clears throat> that really want to work hard to succeed. 
But working hard on getting degrees and using your intellectual intelligence won't come anywhere near the kind of success that you could achieve by developing your emotional intelligence. So if you took a fraction of the effort that you spent getting degrees and designations and titles and applied that to the development of your emotional intelligence, you would be much further ahead. So that's my tip. Bet on yourself by developing your emotional intelligence. Because as the, as the rate of change continues to accelerate throughout this century, the value of our emotional intelligence is going to become more and more apparent. It's going to become a multi-trillion dollar a year industry. The development of emotional intelligence isn't a solution to the challenges we face. It is the only solution. Our educational system has failed us. Our employment system has failed us. We are completely unprepared for the tsunami of changes we're facing. And we, emotional intelligence is the only chance we have of being able to navigate our way through those challenges. Mm -hmm. So, Phil, you also mentioned about Apple is one company which is investing a lot in terms of developing their employees' emotional intelligence. <clears throat> are, there, yep. are there any other organizations which are doing sure. similar thing? Sure. Apple, Google, Southwest Airlines, JetBlue, Infosys, Whole Foods, FedEx, Costco, yeah, I mean, to greater or lesser degrees, more and more companies are hiring, developing, and promoting, largely based on emotional intelligence. Wow. It's the future of organizational change. It's the future of organizational development. 80% of, well, I mean, the current level of employee engagement worldwide, according to Gallup, is about 13%. Low levels of employee engagement are costing the U.S. economy alone over $1 trillion a year. Employees don't feel safe. They're in toxic work environment. M&A, most merger and acquisition, over 80% of merger and acquisition uh, um, activities fail. So the way we've been doing business, the way we've been approaching our lives isn't sustainable. We have to change our trajectory as a species on the planet. We're already experiencing the, the effects of climate change. We're, other, we're facing things like CRISPR-Cas9 gene editing technology, AI, other pandemics. We need emotional intelligence to be able to make better choices. All so, right, yeah, I, I think it is uh, crucial and critical for the organizations to develop the emotional intelligence among their employees yep. because you have shared some staggering facts about uh, a low level of uh, employee engagement leads to $1 trillion cost, <laughs> right? Which is humongous. All right. So that's, these just, are, that's just yeah. in the U.S. Yeah, just in the U.S. And, and, and there's the also a one-to-one -one correlation mm -hmm. between the level of employee engagement and the level of customer engagement. So if your employees don't feel engaged in what they're doing, neither do your customers. Yeah, absolutely makes sense. All right. So, Phil, this has been fabulous conversation, but let's add some spice to the episode. And with sure. your consent, I'm going to kick off a quick rapid fire round. <laughs> All right. So let me move to the first question. What was your childhood fantasy, Phil? What was my childhood fantasy? Yes. To do this work I'm doing today. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> Very few people get an opportunity to do what they have thought as a child or dreamt as a child. And uh, moving to the next one, what is one best piece of advice that you have received so far? Bet on yourself by developing your emotional intelligence. Wow. Do you believe in ghosts? I believe in energy physics. You might call that a ghost. <laughs> Spot on. Okay, so moving to my next one. What is one thing you wish you enjoyed more? I love my life. I um, I can't think of anything that I enjoy more than what I'm doing today, mm. speaking with you. Awesome. All right, uh, that, that's uh, quite profound. Moving to the next question. What is one fantasy gadget or electronic gadget that you like to see yourself see or invent yourself? That's a good question. Something that, see, the development of emotional intelligence is an, is an experiential process. So that means you can't understand its value and importance intellectually. You can't get it by reading a book or watching a video or having a conversation. I wish there were some mechanism that could help people to understand the value and importance of emotional intelligence intellectually. So I see your passion towards making people more, people develop more of this emotional intelligence. So I, I wish uh, that kind of uh, mechanism comes true. And uh, that was a great rapid fire round. On that note, uh, let me flip back to the mainstream, Phil, and uh, fire the last question out of today's conversation. So what will be your one biggest piece of advice to those aspiring to be successful in their life or career? You can pick either of them. Bet on yourself by doing the emotional labor required to develop your emotional intelligence. It will guarantee your success in your career, in your personal life, and in your business. It is the single best thing you can do to guarantee your success. Awesome. That's a powerful advice. And uh, Phil, thank you so much for joining me today. And it was okay. great chatting with you. <laughs> Thank you, Nabila. It's my pleasure. All right. So pleasure to host you. And uh, thank you so much for your time and all the insights. Folks, before we move into the trivia section, here is a request to you. In case if you haven't subscribed to us, please subscribe from the app where you have tuned in from. Also, if you haven't reviewed or rated our podcast, request you to do so on Apple. Because every rating and review will help us reach wider audience. Thank you so much in advance. Now, let's hop into the trivia segment of today's episode. You know, today we spoke a lot about uh, emotional intelligence and why emotional intelligence is important than the intelligent quotient. I would like to extend a few more facts around emotions. And uh, here comes the first one. You know, just 1% of the population can hide their emotions successfully. Remember, I'm repeating, just 1% of the population can hide their emotions successfully. And 10% of the population don't know how they feel. You know, this kind of situation is called as Alexithymia, and it is a severe dysfunction and which leads to an inability to describe one's emotions in words. And uh, distinguishing emotions and understanding emotional states of others is not possible. And this situation is called as alexithymia. That is about the episode on uh, emotional intelligence. And in case if you have come across any leader who is really good at managing their emotions, please. Uh, uh, share the details with us. Also, if you have any tips around developing emotional intelligence, feel free to share them on uh, social media or you may also, if you are watching it on YouTube, feel free to leave the comments. 
if you have loved this conversation and enjoyed the episode request you to share with at least three of your friends or colleagues who can benefit from the guiding voice and also if you have any speaker recommendations or topic suggestions feel free to reach out to me through social media or email us at the guiding voice for you at dreadgmail.com so friends i'm your host navin samala just a fellow it professional on a mission to shape the careers and lives of millions across the globe thank you so much for listening or thank you so much for watching and until next time bye bye see you all in the next episode 